0: so this this old thing i've been through and listened to the episode yeah it's quite it's quite fun it's it's um yeah the the Pan tech problems came in we noticed that at 34 minutes you notice okay. that um but the the rest sounds pretty it's, it still sounds good yeah the, the so it starts with a guru mantra What, what are we doing now? Well, what are we doing? Yeah, sorry. I don't know. <laughs> because but... I'm like...
1: <laughs> so, yeah. You want to... Yeah.
0: Um, so, we... I thought we could talk about the first podcast.
2: Should we talk about it? Yeah. See, that was my nerves. I don't even yeah. want to listen to it. Yeah,
0: no, right. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I don't want to listen. So you said you listened to the,
2: that video the, of you and you liked it. It was good. Yeah, yeah. I, I did. I enjoyed listening to myself. It's taken some time to get there. I think I was just like, oh,
0: well, you know, I don't even know. You, you're across it. I'm not. So. Yeah. Well, anyway, I, I thought what we could do right now is at least give a little welcome to the podcast yeah so
2: welcome to the kailash
0: podcast yeah this is this is its title as well yeah. it's called the kailash podcast the Kailash podcast the first uh title or the title of this episode mm-hmm. the first episode i thought could be to serve and be served yes Or yeah it, yeah it's it's a it's a conversation that that passes through a lot of topics um about your the practice that you bring here and and what the community's been up to Mm. um we let the format unravel (laughs) however it however unraveled um and yeah it's about a it's close to a two-hour conversation i think it was ended up at an hour and Wow, wow. An hour and 50. Well, well I, I feel like
2: incentivizing someone, if you make it to the end, you know, yeah. you get a free night or something. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we do that? All right, honesty system. <laughs> Tell us that you made it to the end and I'll give you a free night because you're just placating my ego. Um, but yeah, well, I mean, in all seriousness, it's kind of momentous and, you know, as... Much of things out here, it's unscripted and pretty raw and straight from the heart and not particularly well thought through, which is great because it means that the soul is at least engaged if the thinking isn't. So, um, yeah, I hope that this conversation serves. Serves, I it served me to have the conversation. Me too. So I, I feel served by the process of even just beginning to share this. I me mean, too like 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 15 years ago i was with a a good friend from the army and you know we used to have amazing conversations and we were thinking all the time like how do what how do we create like some conversation club or get together and do something with these and nothing ended up happening you know Mm. like we kind of drifted into whatever places we ended up going into so this feels like it's kind of uh Mm. um the end of a much longer process than just when you hit record on the first episode it's sure. it's 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 a public face to what we're doing and um hopefully in a format that people can engage with at depth um independently
0: or later in conversation with us yeah yeah and i think this is <clears throat> kind of the start of uh, hopefully a whole lot of media that's going to come come out um in the form of podcast in the form of sound recording and, and written post as well. Um, yeah. And, and however else the media comes from maybe some of the pieces that are created here by, mm. by guests or the, the volunteers that live here or, or you and Rajni as well. Yeah. Um, there's, yeah, it is momentous. It, it feels, yeah, it, it's been a really, um, rich process for me as well in the conversation and after. So I'm, I'm extremely grateful for all of it. And yeah. Yeah. I hope this, um, yeah, serves and and connects you with some of what is is happening here. Um, so here's an intro to a conversation we had
2: a month ago yeah. that I haven't listened to. Yeah. I can't vouch for it being any good whatsoever. But the fact that Mitch has done some magic on it and got it together and got it across the line and bundled it up and done all of the tireless back-end stuff to actually make this possible it's like my, my strength is i love talking and i love sharing this stuff like the the there is an equal amount of work in in helping us get out there so a massive thanks to mitch and his efforts and all he brings here so sending a lot of love his way publicly now publicly oh, acknowledging yeah. mitch Publicly. <laughs> thanks bro <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. And thank you, listener. Listener number one. (laughs) Thank you, (laughs) Rajni. Listener number one. Oh, listener number two. Listener number three. Who is that? Maybe you. So, um, stay tuned. Strap yourself in. Grab a cup of chai and enjoy.
1: Yeah.
2: (laughs) Cool. Is, is that what we were going that's for? Awesome. for an intro? That's yeah, 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 that's great. great. Okay, awesome. <laughs> yeah. Alright. The first thing. Yes.
3: The Guru Mantra.
0: Conversation this morning about uh, the, the energy of the guru came up, and, and the guru's presence um, came up, and it was really, really um, beautiful conversation, and, and tying back to devotional practice, um, which has been revelatory for me. Um, this concept of devotion. I remember early on when I arrived, I think in my second week here, or maybe even in the first week, uh, we talked about devotion. The three of us. Um, and I guess how a majority of Western culture today um, is missing devotion. It's it's not a word, uh, even a, yeah, a word or a concept that comes up a whole lot. Um, and obviously it's, I mean, not many people embody it at all. Um, it's not talked about. Um, so yeah, seeing the two of you um, and, and how you embody devotional practice um, it's, it's just amazing. And thank you so much for um, having me here um, and, and for creating this space. It's such a, it's a real blessing to um, be in the community here, be on the land here, um, and to be serving um, you and all of the above, and to be served by you and all of the above. Um, the pleasure is ours. <laughs> yeah. um, so yeah, we're, we're sitting in the yurt. Um, David Rajni and myself Mitchell. Um, it's a warm day. it's it's not too warm. It's maybe mid twenties or something. It's before it gets hot. Yeah. So yeah, we'll call it warm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and this is this is the first uh, conversation we're recording for the for the Kailash podcast. Um, there's been many beautiful conversations had in and around the space um, and the land um, in the in the past uh, six weeks I've been here. Um, and this is yeah, six weeks, six weeks. Maybe? Yeah, we, we um we we joke around here about being in a bit of a time capsule,
1: yeah,
0: yeah, Kailash time, yeah, yeah. Kailash time, <laughs> yeah. where a second can be
2: eternity and eternity can go by in a second, yeah. for sure. Indeed,
0: yeah. yeah, so here we are, <laughs> here we are, here we are, um, and The intention that that you've laid out for the space, the two of you, um, and the journey that you've been through on this land, um, it's been, been nearly three years, right, since you arrived here? Yeah, coming up to three years, probably three years since I saw the property,
2: and yeah. Yeah, I moved in in January 2018, so come January, it'll be three years on the land, which it feels... Yeah, it's Simultaneously it feels a lot longer and also like just a blink of an eye. <laughs> so it's, it's, a very, it's a very strange experience to be contemplating um, that three years and, and how much has happened and also how quickly it feels that it's gone, how, how the intensity just keeps getting ratcheted right up. Yeah, it's full on.
3: Yeah, it's been two years that I got connected with this space and yeah it's like I've always been here I can't see myself somewhere else, mm. like anywhere else.
2: a yeah. Yeah, sense of home a, yeah. an arrival back at home you know, like yeah. a, a kind of cosmic home is really what it's been for me and just when I think that I'm getting familiar with the place I enter into a new depth or a new layer of um, of homeliness of mm. feeling supported by the space and the energy and are one and the same but yeah yeah it's 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 deepening it, it's I, I'm anticipating a kind of bottomless pit of uh, homeliness that this place will offer both of us um, you know perhaps even we came from here originally that's what it's kind of more about it's a return to the source inside of ourselves and um, you know whether that's true in a physical sense or we're just touching back into a place inside of consciousness where, where we are at home, where we are at rest inside of our being. Mm. I, kind of, I feel that that's, that's the energy that's kind of brought us here and, and um, the deeper we go into that practice, the more that it, it, it feels that that timeless void is, is cradling us.
3: I think there was this, um, there was the us unfolding. So it was our romantic story unfolding. But at the same time, when I visited, um, so I visited in August 2018. And the last day before leaving to the airport, I remember sitting on the bench and there's a grapefruit tree. And what I heard is, you belong here. You belong here. And that was very surprising because I always said I I couldn't find my connection with Australia, for example, being, you know, born, brought up in France and pretty much in Europe and having a connection with India. That was my first time where I felt, I really felt that, oh, wow, this is where I belong Mm -hmm. and yeah. So I came back in October and then February, and then I moved here. Uh, last year in August, so yeah, hmm. feel like a long, long time, but yeah, it's two years.
2: I mean, where can we go with this? Like, it's it's. Um, there's so much that could spring conversationally wise from, from homeliness from. <laughs> from being grounded here from um, you know from the journey getting here and then the journey once we really sort of started finding our way when we were setting the space up and and it, it seems that there's there's just such a, a richness in any in any direction that yeah i guess i guess this conversation is is the beginning of something it's the beginning of us sharing with an intention outward from the space to people who want to connect to our story you know we've we've, we've touched many lives of people who've come here and they've been moved by the space mm. and moved by the practices and and found something here but this itself is the re- it's the birth of something that's quite momentous for for me that we're we're beginning to formalize and put a put measures in place to be able to share some of the love that's really blossoming and flowering here um and to share some of the questions maybe some of the interesting responses and replies i'll stay away from answers because i think that you know maybe we're pondering the unanswerables here and and you know that's our birthright to go to go deep into our existence and you know, there's no shortage of distractions and things that pull us away from our our center as beings, but in that return to to the center in the return into um, these timeless ways of being and and the spiritual practices that have you know, been around humanity for the last ten thousand years, that the touching back into that place is It brings something of, uh, of value um, to have conversations even though we've got, we've got really no capacity to find concrete and, and much of, of what I, it seems, I'm coming to terms with is is, is finding ways of being soft and spacious in the emptiness rather than grasping around for a concrete foundation and a footing. So it's, it's, we're sharing our, 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 our song call and we're sharing our hearts and our love rather than trying to put forward an ideology or a theory or uh, this practice is, is right or that this place stands for X, Y and Z and everyone needs to get on board with X, Y and Z it's more like you know this is this is our journey this is what we've been pushed by by this great cosmic endeavor to realize and, and this is what we're experiencing and, and these are the these are the gems and mm-hmm. these are the struggles and these are the 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 beautiful moments and these are the ugly moments
3: and i guess in the emptiness we find i personally find guidance from zulen that's where I can tune in to guidance and by guidance, I mean, uh-huh, that's what we're going to do here. And the, the land is talking to us all the time. And I feel that when we are landscaping or where we are taking decision on what to do and how to do it, there's always that silence. And you kind of feel the guidance coming from the land itself. So emptiness is very important for us because we get out of the way and let it guide us which is Mm -hmm. very important for us, rather than an egoistic endeavor. It's not not us, I, it's the space, really.
2: Yeah, and I, I think that that's the, that's where the devotional practice comes in, you know, it's that unless you can be devoted to something, what inspires you to pause before you make a decision? And to ask for that guidance, you know, like, like it's, it's a practice. It's something that has to be cultivated and worked with, um, such that when you are caught in the mind and caught in the egoic pursuits and caught in, in whatever it is that you're doing, trying to decide where the fence goes, trying to decide where the garden goes. It's like, how can we make ourselves such that our instinct is, to pause and to seek that kind of quieter voice for me i'm kind of i'm i feel that that intuition of the land speaks in my own voice and it's, it sounds like my own voice but it's not and it's but that inner voice it's not like i hear the voice of god speaking to me or something it's like like this this deeper part of myself is what's mm-hmm. speaking to me and um differentiating and discerning that from the uh the place of pushing and desire which is where i operated proceed the for the preceding sort of 30 years like like tuning in to that very subtle feeling is challenging and it, it takes it takes ongoing work and i think that that's that's Grown significantly as the the spiritual practices with which we're engaged have deepened and being conducted in a devotional way. So rather than you know meditating to have a clear mind and be stress free and yada yada whatever other clinical benefits there are to to meditation, the cultivation of the devotional listening part of the self is is. So powerful and, and, you know, it perhaps doesn't even really begin to occur Mm. unless the intention around the practice is done with reverence and love of the practice. And that's for me what the the beginning of the devotional practice begins with, that it's a, a reverence and respect and a love for what has been given to you the practice that's been given to you by life you know it's come through mm-hmm. teachers and other spiritual aspirants for hundreds thousands of years and these these techniques find their way in our lap and it's like this priceless jewel that's given to us like are we going to look at that with reverence or is it just another chore to tick off the list i made my bed i ate good food i did my meditation tick 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 done or is it really beginning to look at it? Even something as simple as, you know, not talking and putting your attention on the top of your head for thirty minutes, mm-hmm. like it might sounds sounds kind of so simple that that would be, or so um so plain. But you know that really that practice for us has become kind of this priceless gift, mm-hmm. and honouring and, and acknowledging that and those that bring those gifts to us is, for me, what the. Invocation of the the guru element, the guru tattva is it it it's acknowledging that you didn't do it on your own, that it came to you, and that you're grateful for it, and and in that position of humility um, and reverence, that's where the softness of the being starts occurring, and that's where the land can begin to shape exactly. you, you know and <laughs> It's got us yeah. rather than us sitting here thinking that we're making a bunch of decisions. It's, it's there's, there's an energy of the land and it has a vision and, and we're tuning into that vision.
3: And even when we are a bit confused, that has happened as well. Um, I ask for, I ask to be able to see, to hear and to feel. And sometimes the voice is so obvious that you feel there wasn't any other choice anyway. Like it's going that way and that's it. And it feels so right. Like the joy that arise when you follow that flow is priceless because it's the joy of the soul. And it's devoid of interest or any attachment. It's just flowing and it feels right. You know, s- sometimes you've got a moment where you look at the other person and you're like, that felt so right. That was supposed to happen. And that's, that's what we're listening to here. We're very in tune with it.
0: Mm. 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 Um, and this, this practice of yours and, and, uh, this energy that, that you bring, that you allow through you, um, is now flowing into the community here, you know, um, and we are, we are all, uh, I love this, this diagram or this analogy you've pointed out, um, David, which is, you know, the triangle shape, the third point. Mm-hmm. Um, and even in a more, you know, one-to-one perspective in a, in a relationship with another person, if you have an external purpose or an external, uh, a th- not an external, but a third sort of purpose or intention that allows um, your relationship to be guided by or guided into um, it cuts out so much of the, the, I mean the bullshit, yeah, the, un- yeah. the unnecessary, yeah. um, uh, you know, wasteful behaviors or um, clashes that are just just not not serving us. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really love how uh, we're all, um, you know, in a, in a, in agreement and in alignment over higher values and higher purpose, and and tuning into. The intention of the land and the energy of the land and really what it's um, working towards what it's been working towards yeah and I think that you know that the, the triangle
2: is such a great kind of eidetic model like you can hold it in your mind very easy in a, in a tangible way because you know it, it relates to, to structure and And a plank of wood isn't capable of much, you know, but you nail together two other planks and build a triangle, and that's the basis for for a rigid square. Two triangles becomes a square, you know, like inverted and side by side, and and every engineer, and I'm an architect by training, but every everyone who's worked with actually having to have rigid strong structures knows the utility of the triangle. So it's kind of no mistake that that by placing um, placing conceptual um, theological philosophical structures into a similar position even even this conversation having a trilogue Mm. is 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 so much more empowered than than, um, a polarity and I think the traditional elevation of an ideal above uh, a push and pull polarity dynamic, you know, that's God or it could be a guru or it could be a transcendental ideal. It kind of doesn't the, the vibe of the community, you know, you can put anything you want. It's it's almost as if it doesn't seem to matter so much what it is that's at the top of the triangle but just that there is something right you know and if there is consensus as there is here that 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 really it's about it's it's about love it's about truth like the, the com- kindness and compassion and we place that well-being as a collective above the individual um, variation of day-to-day mood and suffering and ups and downs and and it's like we've built We've built ourselves a little structure here that that is able to support us when we need support, and it's something that can begin to be the focus of our attention and the focus of our ongoing energetic cultivation. And um, you know, you you build the ark before it starts raining, and we build this kind of model before the tough times hit such that when the off day happens or the the stress or tragedy of life strikes that we've got we've got a strong structure that's kind of embodied and tried and tested and practiced and and it's like reaching down from that um, higher um, philosophical space like how does that look on a day-to-day basis like what is what is what is it like to embody something like that you know rather than just talk about it and and you know for me that's even just something as as quite simple as the fact that the community has agreed to meditate for half an hour in silence at the end of the day it's like well that's that's something that one it's hard to sit down and sometimes it's not particularly pleasurable and there's a lot of thoughts and there's a lot of good excuses to do all this other sort of stuff. But collectively, the, the, the group expectation is that you'll come and be a part of that and, and that that creates a cohesion on a, on a subtle plane that, um, that strengthens us. And we don't know how it strengthens us, but it does palpably. And, and I guess that, that started a few months probably though Rajni and I have been meditating for some time a few months ago during COVID that's where that kind of that was born you know we've been to ashrams in India and in our lineage that's a common practice to have daily collective meditations and and as we recognized that there was no guests here because we weren't allowed to have guests anymore and we had uh Clements uh staying from germany who was here for a few months at the time and he was starting to get into meditation and 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 he expressed to us a desire to meditate together in collectivity
3: which was the best yeah and
2: and it it was like this push to to make us start doing something ostensibly for no other purpose other than just to do it every day you know and so soon after that, we began to honor doing some service in the morning as well, some work around the property, which we call Gurukarya, um, And again, we thought, hey, let's all just get on board with this. Like, let's just do it. This is the standard here. You know, if you don't like the standard, if it's not your cup of tea, I'm sure you'll find a place to go. But like, we actually decided to stand for something mm-hmm. that was meaningful for us and you know, never in my wildest dreams would I have imagined that other people would get on board with that. But it's like, holy shit, other people actually, they like having their hand forced through these commitments. They like saying, I'm going to do this even though that I know it's going to be challenging because my present self can recognize the benefit and my present self can recognize that in the future, I'm going to be flaky as hell and I need this structure to support me. Get, getting to where I need to go yeah. and and it's it's kind of nice to go back into discipline um, from a bit more of an integrated way after after my time in the army where obviously the discipline had a different purpose and was perhaps not so integrated so mm-hmm. so here it, maybe initially after getting out of the army it was a, a, an aversion to that structure and a, an aversion to commitment and responsibility but now that we're going back into it, on our own choosing, um, in alignment with a community, it feels that it's, it actually gives us that, that, that space to release and soften into ourselves a little bit more.
3: And I guess it's how it's taken as well. Like sitting for meditation for me is sitting with an awesome group and, and connecting with my soul, our soul. And there's this kind of collective energy that form when we all sit together. And don't get me wrong, the solo meditation is very important, but having this ability to um, meditate and sit with a group has got so much power. And the same goes for work. It's not about, I have done that or I did this, it's we've done it. And the, the joy felt again is from the soul because it's unattached. So I I can be pulling weeds and feel like that. Oh wow, we did very well today, and it's just pulling weeds, pulling out weeds. Um, the the good thing about it is, again, it's a collective, and Guru kaya is about work, but it's you work for your own soul really, not yeah. only for the space, you know.
0: Can you can you explain that a bit more?
3: I I I came across a a very interesting um explanation from swamiji recently where he's saying guru kaya is a way of increasing your soul consciousness and really the real guru kaya happen when it's not you're not doing it. it is happening through you and i guess that's what we have here in the space work is getting done and it's it's not work as in the boring office kind of work or I, I don't feel any resentment from people here doing the work. Because everyone is kind of tuning into what they love to do. And the good thing is they do it with their, their heart, with their soul, and it's just happening so naturally that it's good for everyone, right? And again, we come back to that idea of doing work together.
1: Mm.
3: A little bit of work here and there from different people, All, you bind everything together and that's us, right? Mm. And again, that's a collective. So there's two aspects of it. It's the fact that you get to work. I chill with some great people and do some cool stuff. And we are trying to tap into what people love to do. So if you love gardening, I will not ask you to go and maybe, I don't know.
0: Do a painting. Yeah,
3: exactly. You will love the gardening and it comes from your soul, it comes from your heart so, and it goes into the cooking and the person who's cooking is bringing so much love into it and it's, it's a chain, you see. And in the evening when we all sit together, it's a, ah, all of us together and it's so good. And that's why sometimes there's no need to speak after meditation in the evening. We all kind of part, but in a beautiful way.
0: Hmm. I just want to speak to Gurukari a little bit more and my experience yeah. of it. Um, yeah, I was curious as to what it meant um, when I first discovered Kailash. <clears throat> I'm reading about these, yeah, these commitments as a community that we had together. Um, the first being service um, and the second being a meditation. Um, Evening meditation and these two um, bits of structure Mm-hmm. Um, that would surround or I guess contain our, our time here and our experience here um, and that we, w- we would do together as a community. Um, Gurukarya, um, when you explained it, when I asked you about it for when we, when we sat down for the first time, um, the direct translation is work of the guru, yes. right? Um, and, and how you referred to it was, you know, it's not any particular guru, um, the guru being your own soul. You know your own deep voice um, uh, the deepest voice inside um, and I was like yeah cool you know? um, and and even just on a practical level uh, we all wake up in the morning we all do our sort of morning routines and then we come together um, and we do Gurukarya. and uh, it might be collective cleaning it might be um, planning for a, a project that's going on around the the, the land or the the, the space here um, or it might be something else. You know, this morning we, we actually had five of us having a, a conversation that ended up going for two hours, and there was some really amazing planning. And, awesome. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome stuff. There was amazing stuff that yeah. came out. Um, so, you know, Guru Karia, um translated into a big, big conversation there. Well, we got mine. It's we got yours go. as backup. Do you want to plug Does
2: Will yours take the... the yeah, it will. Oh, I can just... The, uh, it should me, be down the bottom. Let me... I, I can just plug this in and keep recording. We'll, we'll be able yeah. to hatch it together.
3: <laughs> <laughs> or it's supposed to be. Well,
2: there you go. It wouldn't be a summer pun thing unless there was some crazy, like... A summer pun? Oh, so... Sorry. <laughs> So in our lineage, so Samapan meditation... That's recording? Yeah, yeah, it's recording Yeah. So Samapan meditation and the lineage that we... Uh, the meditation practice that we practice is called Samapan meditation. Um, but it's a connection to um, His Holiness um, Sri Shiv and Swami, who's in, uh, in India. And, you know, we've all got our own unique connection to him. Um, inside of that community and and Rajni and I are are not officially um, kind of affiliated or this space isn't officially a sanctioned kind of you know we we just have our internal relationship to him and and we're sharing and 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 doing this space interpreting and understanding how he and the practice has touched our life and um so we're not sharing from an organizational perspective anything like that. But mm. in many of the other so with the other people and devotees who who follow him, <laughs> at many of the events there's always a technical sound problem. Always. Just it's this like recurring theme. It's kind of like the sound is always doing something weird and um one of the, one of our friends pointed this out to me, and once I began to see it, I couldn't miss it. It was like, there's always a tech problem. And I was that guy today. I'm like the <laughs> recorder sitting there dead for two hours or an hour, <laughs> 40 minutes. But at least we got the backup going. We, we so. got the backup going. But, awesome. uh, yeah, so I don't... The, the Guru Karya like, is just so... I mean, the whole with the structure of people volunteering here, like the volunteer work is Guru Karia. The conversations are Guru Karia. you know, for Swami Swamiji, he talks about his whole life is Guru Karia. That sets like the benchmark for us is like, well, how deep do you go into service? Is that something that you do? You know, you sponsor a kid in India and that's your outlet for your service or you're, you're a good person. To your family, is that your service, or you're a nice person to everybody? Mm-hmm. Or, or for for me, what I'm uncovering is that there's you can you can take that pursuit as deep as you want it to go. Um, you can make your whole life be around service and service of consciousness, service of love, service of truth, service of of keeping alight these the flames of these practices and and traditions that keep us illuminated and nourished and well and to keep alight the knowledge of of god in in the dark times like like it's 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 important work right and it's like you know some people go to the shrine of remembrance to pay their respects to fallen soldiers and there's a there's a an eternal flame that they set there after World War One, And, uh, and I, I feel like the Gurukharia is an invitation to partake in keeping the eternal flame mm. going. And it's like that focal point becomes the thing around which all of these disparate wavy threads of life begin to um, focus. And the result is... A sense of meaning and purpose and embodiment in the present that is—it's um, unparalleled in my own life. You know, a rough day is still contextualized by a heroic struggle, versus like a rough day being like leaving you going like, "What the fuck is the point?" You know, really like I'm, I'm yeah, exactly. Right? This whole game is shit anyway. You know, I may as well end it. It's mm-hmm. like, man, no. There's there's this this is a high stakes important thing that we're doing it's it's the thing i think that humanity has tuned into that is of ultimate value and it's the most important thing that we can be doing with ourselves is is to be safekeeping these these experiences and practices and the knowledge and you know whether or not there's global mass illumination or not, or whether or not it just keeps a small community vibrant and in love. It's kind of, it doesn't matter about the scale of the output. Gurukarya for me is about the intention of input, and that's what will create individual freedom and salvation. Um, rather than serving in order to fix a bunch of society's problems, it's service for the sake of service, because it's like, you know we got two legs it's like one of the optimum ma- ways to get around is to walk you can try and walk around on your hands if you want but it's it's not optimum the body's designed for a certain way of being and it feels that the soul is really designed around this this sense of of both serving others and allowing yourself to be served and and i hope that that's something that's been felt in this space as well that it's not just about coming and giving it's part of the part of the gift that you give is the light of your own awareness it's mm. your own consciousness so allowing us to to serve that higher part of people of yourself of of the other residents of guests coming through that's that's as important for us and it, and it, it allows us to be in balance, as an individual and as a community, yeah. when we feel that we've got a responsibility to allow the beauty of life to come and flow in here, and allow God to take care of us, and allow us to be the recipient recipient of grace, um, you know, like like there's so much abundance, and Mother Nature's offering us so much richness that to deny that out of a false asceticism, pushing things away. No, no, that's going to pull me into the material world. That's not our vibe either. Like, mm. it's like, no, give us beautiful food to nourish this body, like give us beautiful experiences and deep connections such that we can sing in your glory, like, you know, help us take care of you. And, and that sort of internal opening towards receiving, feels that it's maybe one of the things that our collective culture has really lost touch with Mm -hmm. so it's like we're kind of I feel like we're on the cusp of helping to reintroduce this idea that laying back and letting the universe seduce you and tease you and take care of you like a lover is not actually a bad thing and it doesn't mean that you're lazy it doesn't mean that you're, you're you know you're not doing your bit that that the natural flow of things is that it doesn't have to always be a dogged and hard struggle uphill that you can let back and let the wind fill up the sails and kind of start taking you um from a deeper center um rather than than pushing around kind of motoring point to point pushing a motorboat around it's like hoist the sail up Mm. conversation from this morning that that image came back you know turn off the outboard engine you're a sailboat get the get the sails in the breeze and let let's see what mother nature's got in store for you you know you'll be able to control things a little bit but not too much you Mm -hmm. know like let her take you and and if you have faith she'll take you to an island and and she'll take you to the, the promised land but if you have cynicism and skepticism and you think you know better you'll end up putting the outboard back on and and trying to putt back into some kind of depraved hellhole that you came from or mm. or into some some concocted mind-based story and um, you know uncovering the 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 deeper motivations of where where our directness and where our desires are rooted and where they want to take us feels like very important work too. And that's where like having honest and vulnerable conversations and communication and connection is so much richer than sitting around pretending to be holy. It's like, like, let's be real, like what is motivating us, you know, like how dark are the motivations Because if we want to be free of them, we need to be at least honest to ourselves and to each other and to go, you know what, I'm not going to brave it and smile and say I'm having a good day. I'm going to tell you when I'm feeling like shit and I'm going to ask for help when I need it. Um, And, you know, that's not a way of being that came naturally for me, you know, like it takes a lot of many of us. Yeah, Mm. it takes a lot of work to, to do that as an individual and then also to to keep like. I'm just floored by how much the, the the community here is is leading the way with that sharing, right? And and leading the way and helping keep us to account individually and collectively. It's like, man, it's 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 so empowering to see that that there are people out there who who are thirsty for this sort of stuff and and. I guess that's where these sorts of conversations come in it's it's about well okay well we you know I get it we get it we're having these great conversations who else out there is thirsty Mm -hmm. like surely there's more of you it's like there might be people listening to this that are thinking to themselves I have never experienced or I hadn't considered that it could be like that and that other people are into it like or, or maybe there's people that have been craving it for some time and 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 are seeking to either come and be a part of things, or to start being that way just with the people around them. And you know, someone once told me that, like, she she'd done a lot of this stuff and a lot of this kind of inner work, and and she signed off an email or something. I can't even remember what circumstance it came across, but it said, "My greatest strength is my vulnerability," and. And, you know, I was pretty naive at that point and, and I didn't really understand it. And I'm not sure if I do fully, but, but there's something about in risking that vulnerability, you, you get to tap into some like limitless strength you know it's like you've you've shown your cards you've shown your neck you're like you can kill me anytime you want Mm -hmm. and i'm still here Mm -hmm. yeah what's your next move you know like so so creating an environment where people feel safe to be vulnerable is is very important without requiring or without overstepping it too much into that domain of of making it about solely people confronting their demons you know it's it's like there's 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 so many hours in the day that like why we we don't need to um we don't need to only focus on the the, the deep challenging murky waters of our psyche there's a lot of room for for embracing playfulness,
0: playfulness right exactly
3: and everything comes out naturally i guess and
0: that's what i love yeah. I love yeah. that you know that what you were saying before about the the community um, you know leading um, some of the way with this vulnerability and the opening up, um, I think that's from my from my perspective you know not to um, it hasn't been our lead you know um, the first time we had a conversation it went for um, a couple of hours mm-hmm. and it was vulnerable it was, it was mm-hmm. very open um, and what you to have brought to the table about your own journeys and your own experience has just been. You know, opening for us as well. I hope I'm sure that that's clear. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, that we haven't set up. You know, uh, I guess set times for this to happen. Yeah. You know, we're all we're all we we are thirsty for this work. Yeah. You know, and to to really um, tune into our um, deeper voice and our soul. And and I love this. This just coming back to Guru Kari a little bit. um, Another way that. I understand it is you know, living, living in, in alignment with your, your highest values or your higher purpose and allowing that to take, take you um, through life um, and I'm really happy that it's not just a, a set time in the morning that we do gurukarya the practice of, of serving the soul or serving the guru mm. you can take with you further yeah. and further and to, to people out there who, exactly. who are in tune with this voice exactly. or have heard this voice I think everyone has at some point We've all come across really difficult situations in our lives and there is a there is a voice inside us and it's not all it it's rarely Mm -hmm. the the easiest thing to do. It's challenging. Yeah. Um and I just feel called to say that we support you. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you for (laughs) saying that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure.
2: And you know, that what you choose to place like at that position of your of what you exalt as your own guru is very telling I think and there's there's this interesting thing where you where where you begin to place your soul as a as the guru and and you say okay that part of me that recognizes the truth so when I listen to something and I'm like yeah that's right it's like that bit of me is is the guru because I can hear a lot of things and I'm like that just sounds like nonsense no Hmm. way but then I hear something, and I'm like, oh, man, yeah, that's it, right?" And it's like, "Okay, well, whatever that part of me is, I'm gonna call that my soul." And mm-hmm. it it snaps back pretty hard if you don't listen to that. Mm. If you if you if you begin tuning in, then then when you when you um, when you're out of alignment, the pain comes in pretty strong. So yeah, and and this is. This is where I, I think like it's, it seems easy, looks easy, not so easy in, in, in reality, because you're going to be held to account by your own by your own highest ideal. And, and suddenly disappointing yourself takes on a whole new kind of depth and it can really rock the boat. So going into something like this as a practice, where you are, committing yourself to an ultimately meaningful existence and that things do matter. And it does matter whether or not you did or didn't leave the dishes on the sink. It's like when you, when you knew and you heard that voice and you shut it up and you just went lazy anyway, and you can't explain it any other way, then you just, you, 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 you just shortchanged yourself to be in a community that's supportive, forgiving and understanding whilst we kind of fall into the training wheels like it's 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 almost a bit like that. It's like, okay, well, like you're not gonna piss people off so much here and you've got a real loving crowd to be able to support you and nudge you back upright. Mm. Mm. You know, the yeah. big bad world out there sometimes mm. it's like you can go in a bit naive, a little bit optimistic, and you can get eaten alive from time to time. And there might be great teaching in that, but but here it's it's that's 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 why I see the importance of the community in order to begin to foster that sense inside so that that ultimately one day that 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 can be then reciprocated out into the broader community it's not just you know you're not dependent upon a forgiving environment that that you you've embodied this practice of service deeply that even if even if the entire community is against you that you can stand in your integrity Mm -hmm. and go you know what like I know where my heart is in this one and I know what I'm about as an individual and I know what I've got going on inside of me. And if you don't get it, then that's your business.
3: And, and also, you could, you could come to the space thinking, what's in it for me? Because that's what we have outside. Out in the world, it's all about what's in it for me in this, mm. you know? You can play the game, but at some point, there's something higher that will take over you and you will start doing what's you need and not what you want or you thought you needed. Mm-hmm. It all happens so naturally in, in, in that kind of collective group, because also, and I can see it, there's so much love and compassion. And although I could say, I see God in everyone. I'll still make you accountable for, for what you did or what you said, right? And I can see people doing it very beautifully here with with respect, with love and compassion. Mm-hmm. and. Yeah, to, to to the extent that I, I actually thank people who sometimes shake us a bit because that's where you see the strength of a group and that speaks a lot about the group and how we react to things. So, yeah, come with the, what's in it for me and get so much from your soul, basically. Mm,
2: right. and, yeah? and And coming with that, like, what can I bring as well? Like, what do I offer? And and offering something of value, not in your doing, but in your being, being. you know, and, yep. and, and bringing, bringing the depths of your own process here is, is very important. And it's just, just the way that fate would have it. The, the people who came here once we opened as a community recently have brought us so much teaching and they've helped bash us into alignment To the point where we're like wow i've i've grown more in the last two or three months than i think in the preceding years and 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 it's been a full-on couple of years with a lot of growth so it's like holy moly like we're really really turning things up and it's it's like you know a lot of the ideas were there for a long time a lot of the the kind of the spiritual cliches were bouncing around in all the youtube videos and books and Ah, You know, you listen to this stuff and it's like, okay, I kind of get the theory. Mm. And then there's the hard conversations that need to happen and then holding people to account and then people lowballing you with prices and and watching yourself harden up and become cynical and softening and going into into all of the things that, that the actions of others trigger. And that itself has been so liberating for me to um to feel genuinely served by the community yeah. that, that it has taken me higher that i can put my hand in my heart and say i'm a better man than i was three months ago i'm a better human being than i was i'm i'm a better um whatever i am yeah. like and and that is a hallmark of a pretty. Pretty powerful and potent group of beings that mm. are together, and oh, yeah. and um, yeah, the, the the potential for such a group to do good work out in the world, uh, and to offer and and to share that love is is so um, it's so high. There's such a large amount of potential to do really powerful work. Um, that I'm a, I'm a little bit blown away. I got to pinch myself sometimes because I am like, how did we get here? Like, a year ago, we were a you know a budding retreat center, and we were taking this place sacred. And and ninety percent of the guests who were staying here were through Airbnb, and they were here in big groups to come and hang out for a weekend and party. be in the grandparent grandparent's party drink. Yeah. Do whatever and the vibe wasn't right but you know we started getting a few bookings of people who wanted to do some retreats a few more more groups in alignment and it was like okay well that's how we're going to deal with it we'll we'll be a place where people come to reconnect and recharge and but the load was on rajni and myself to ground the whole space to be the earth and to to keep it going and it's like wait a second this is this is this is hard there's a lot there's a lot going on and the the transitory energy coming in for a few days and then leaving. It's like mm. that has an energetic consequence on the land that that's felt by us and it's felt by the land. And, and similarly, having people stay here, having people be here full time with us, um, it just it brings a whole new energetic perspective, you know, and it creates something so rich that others are able to come and be a part of, that, that it's, a, it's a new offering entirely rather than just servicing the retreat looking, people looking for retreat centers. You know, it's like we were servicing that industry and now we're saying, no, like right, Kailash, we, we look inside, we look at our tradition, we look at our lineages, what are they about? What have we found that connection? How is that guiding us? What's the energy of the land like? Okay. We've got to vibe ourselves. Let's put ourselves out there and see what happens. And yeah, not in my wildest dreams would I imagine that other people would be would get us for a start, and and would be on board with this. But that they would also similarly find a sense of passion inside of themselves that they would want to willingly partake in the creation of this space and help us and help themselves be part of something that can, you know, flower and flower into, you know, God knows what. We're talking about retreats for different groups at the moment, mm. you know, uh, like veterans. Talk, yeah, uh, yeah mm. like looking at working with women, working with men, mm. looking father-son connections.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and the corporate world as well. Corporates. Yeah.
1: corporates Startups. Need a lot of love.
0: Startups. Leaders.
2: Yeah, yeah. People working in in traditional shamanic spaces people working in like you know like like any like like people with disability and mental health problems like all of these different groups who might be craving a reconnection to their own sacred self and and this is this is primarily a place where that that can be touched upon and you can feel safe to go into your divinity. Mm. You know, there's no shortage of support for that support. But (laughs) the the world is full of people caught in their, their humanness, you know, Mm. caught in a lot of the pettiness and I caught a lot of the body Mm. and mind level stuff. It's like, well, Hey, bring the soul in and you'll be richer always, always you'll be richer if you've got that connection to the soul and, and not from a, a, place of trying to escape our humanity but to to bring and merge the the soul and the human together and to realize the that that the divinity and man and divinity and woman was only a false dichotomy of of mind that we are really we are spiritual beings with human problems in our essence that, that that we were born of the eternal breath of life and and to that breath that we will return and and that our human challenges the day-to-day human challenges are here to teach us and push us into the spirit more and more and more and to make us connect to God and and what we perceive individually as being the ultimate you know it could be nature and evolution itself or what what a pure reason or pure mathematics whatever that transcendental Truth, truth is yeah. yeah that essence. It's like bring that with you, you know, and 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 bring your lineage here and share it with mm-hmm. the love and the devotion. You know, we've just had someone sharing uh, uh, the Chavin culture from you know the last three and a half thousand years from Peru, and and the sharing of the authenticity and the the love and respect for the way of doing things. Um, is such a welcome vibration in the space. It's such a welcome experience for all of us in the community to, to embrace and, and celebrate and, and feel at the soul level that although the graphics and the depictions and the ritual are slightly different and maybe completely new in some perspectives, that they are so resonant with our own practices, and, and and if they're if they're not resonant with any practice that we're doing, they're at least resonant with the soul. And and that awakening of the soul process is something that just happens completely naturally in proximity to other awakened souls. So, you know, it's the, the images of a of a bonfire and you bring a candle close enough to a bonfire. It's just going to light up at some stage right? You've got to touch the flame, but once you touch that flame, the candle is lit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we received such level of illumination by connecting to beings who are burning so brightly um, such as Swamiji and 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 to have that sense of illumination inside of us now you know us as candles moving away um, recognizing that light is is given. it isn't something that you need to, do you just need proximity of the light and then you will recognize your own your own uh, flame and and yeah so the vision is perhaps that this place is burning brighter and it's burning it's burning at a at a frequency it's burning at a in a way such that others can 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 find their own self illumination you know they had their own fuel they own, had their own wick that is not our business. Our business is to keep the flame going. If other people want to light up here, like then they light up and and their illumination is their business and and then they're able to go and share that light with with themselves, they share that light with their family and with the community.
3: And I guess the the faulty here is witnessing. The group, you witnessing people and the group witnessing you back. That's something I learned recently. I always thought, so with very close people, I could show my vulnerability and cry and show exactly what's going on inside. And the first, I guess the first few weeks with the group, uh, I didn't. I was always saying no no i'm fine like everything is fine and pulling that mask that i did for so long in my life and here more and more i started opening and that was very beautiful to see how many people how much love and support i got to 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 such a level that now i don't want to hide anything i don't want that mask anymore i'm able to go from one house to the lodge and say guys, I'm not good today. This is what's coming up. And th- that power that the group have um, to witness me is wonderful and, and the opportunity I have to witness other people's process as well is wonderful. It's not about, oh, let me see what, what's happening in someone's life, like in term of gossip. It's hard to heart connection. Mm, it's, it's full on and mm. it's, it's beautiful at the same time. And I value that a lot here. Yeah. I value that a lot and it's not, again, it's not about trying to dig into someone's life. It's just coming up naturally and it's, uh, so d- during a team meeting, I would I would shed some tears and start talking about something that is very close to my heart. Or sometime in, in a moment, I, I would be sharing about a big crisis that is happening in my life and I'm, I can see that people are doing that more and more or probably not in the, in front of the group, but coming to me. And so that we are able to just share things, witness things. And yeah, it, it's very powerful. I, I, that wasn't in my books before. And right now I'm learning more and more that it's it's okay. It's fine. You don't need to be someone stronger than anyone else. It's fine. Like I can just let my wall down and feel like, yeah, just a human being and. I get I get that that so I can be suffering from something but receiving so much love that I'm like I don't know whether I'm suffering anymore. I've got the support of the group and it gives me so much strength to go ahead. And I feel the same thing when for example I'm I'm taking a walk in the garden. These veg I can't say I planted them and I'm so grateful for it. This flowers i didn't plant, but just taking a flower and give it giving it to someone else or, or doing a bouquet i feel so grateful and the same way when i eat every evening the food is so amazing and i'm so grateful for what's on my plate and what people took the time to do to prepare and with so much love it's there is this element of all right no no more no more playing games not that i was playing games i, I think i was always Um, Mm. in line with my principle, but I was always hiding a part of me and right now I feel like you know what not anymore not anymore and there is this kind of safety within the group where I feel like that's cool people will get me people will understand me and David said something like it's fine you know they are here for you as well it's not only the opposite and when he said that I'm like let's go Let's, let's go to the lodge. I don't need to stay in the house and send David and say, oh, Rajini can't today. It's like, oh, see, I can. Let me go and let me share with my family. And in that sense, I wanted to bring that word, family, that I feel is happening here. It's not about we've got residents and we've got volunteers. It's, it's gone some, some level higher. It's next level here. <laughs> it's the family. And the fact that we are again we are working together we're eating together we're meditating together it's a family and i'm i'm hoping that people who leave the space will still do guru kaya they will still do guru kaya because they're doing it for their soul and they will still feel that bond that they, they they got here where you just want to share it now from from what do you do if you leave Kailash? You just want to share whatever you got and whatever you learned. And you just, yeah, people are evolving. People are developing here. And I, I myself can see I'm a, I'm a totally different human being. If I had to go back to the UK and speak to my friend, I'm sure they would be like, wow, okay, next level, Rajini. <laughs> <laughs> Something has changed. Mm-hmm. And it's beautiful to witness that. In, in people around as well. So we've seen it with, for example, Clements where from the German guy who, uh, who was visiting us to clements my boy, mm-hmm. like something has happened. It's beautiful, yeah.
2: yeah. He says it's, an in, it's a, a nutrient-rich environment yeah. in which the seeds can really, really begin to flower and, and sprout germinate go through the full life cycle and you know i'm i'm aware that we're in that process too and we're flowering as humans and as divine creatures or whatever we are and and that there is also a wilting and a a regeneration phase and and that, that no flower stays in bloom forever and you know the the jury's out on whether or not the the flowering will last forever, another fifty years, another sixty. Like, what is the human life capable of? What is that flower? You know, you give roses a good deal of water and right conditions and, and prune it well, and the the flower will hang around a lot longer than if it was just neglected. So, so you know, can we really give it a nudge here that we can we can? bring our own lives as that sort of meditative object of focus of of the flower. Like, is our life that flower? And if we treat it as such, um, not denying the natural blooming and wilting and, and regeneration and decay process, but still acknowledging that there's a great deal that we can do to put ourselves in the optimum condition and to keep that kind of beauty alive um, not from a place of of clinging to it but of really celebrating and honoring in a devotional sense of what just has been given to us that this life was given to us that we wake up and we don't know where we woke up from we, we arise in the morning surprised, if you're like me, again, that you're still alive and that you got out of your sleep. Oh, here I am again. Oh. Okay, well, let me tend to this being that I've inherited for the day. Um, maybe that looks like a bit of hatha yoga, you know? It's, it's an internal form of ritualized worship in its essence. So there you go, you're tending to the garden of the body you sending to the garden of the community and getting things organized and getting the group together and and then keeping the mind tended to with the meditation keeping the body nourished with good food it's like cool like like there's a lot of the, the fire is being stoked so nicely here and and i almost view now that we've got these beautiful birds and bees floating into the space in these different rhythms maybe they're only here for a few nights and they connect to us and pick up a little bit of a little bit of pollen and they take it off somewhere else and 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 start creating their own you know beautiful honey and nectar from what we're sharing and but our job, our responsibility as as the grounding principle, as the earth element in the space, is to keep keep the space, to keep that fire tended to, keep that flower blooming, such that when people who don't have the availability to be here in community are still able to come here and recharge and reconnect and spend a few days on retreat and or a few weeks or whatever it is that they they're here to do. And that when they come here that they themselves tune in to that message of being served and serving. And and you know, like that that fills me with a lot of purpose that that you know, we're doing a good thing by by creating the space where it isn't re- requiring of just my effort, you know, or just Rajni's effort that 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 at some stage hopefully soon we can put our head down and rest for a little bit and 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 then pick up the the, pick up the hammer and start swinging it again but but i'm not going to lie it's been it's been a full-on journey getting here and and there's only so far you can go it alone before you realize how limited that worldview is and how how small for me that was going to keep my reality and in the inclusion even the example of, of, of handing like i bought these microphones some time ago and i had the intention oh we want let's do a podcast let's get it out there and it's like my god we've got unpaid bills and rooms that aren't finished and a bunch of stuff that needs to get fixed and it's like the idea of the podcast fell down the pecking order very quickly and now thanks to your drive and passion and desire to just say hey let's record something on friday it's like cool it's happening here we are you know all it took was someone else who's motivated and and charged up by this idea of sharing conversation of connecting to the values of the space and and we find ourselves. Here, doing it, you know, and and it hasn't had to happen from from you know from an overworked and kind of tired. I want to do a podcast and I've got to do it now. Okay, all right. Well, like, how do we add that to the list? Because we got to. It's like it's coming from a completely different place. It's like shit. We just had an amazing conversation this morning. There was this beautiful energy flowing, and it's like okay, well, like. Like, let's just get the mics out. And, and, and I've got someone who I can lean on and who is motivated to take it and run with it. And I'm excited to see where. Mm. And I don't have my old control freak issues alive and well, you know, like those things have been like, they've, they've been dying a slow death. That's like, I'm just trusting the guys that are out there building a, a trellis for the kiwi fruits at the moment. Um, Kyle and Clements and, and the girls, I think, giving a bit of hand as well. And it's like, I, Kyle hasn't done anything like that before. And I'm like, oh, it's good. He should go and make a bunch of mistakes because he'll learn. I don't care if it's a good trellis. Like, <laughs> I care that Kyle's growing and he's yeah. learning and he's able to, to learn the way that I learned, which wasn't from a carpenter. It was like, you know... Cut some stuff with a saw and bang some nails into it, and see if it holds up. And if it falls down, you might need a few more screws in there or something, you know. And and like it's it's just kind of so cool to to be surrounded by um, internally motivated people who are who are psyched to get behind life and 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 little little things as opportunities, not just for you know like kyle isn't like building a trellis to suspend the kiwi fruits so that we can eat fruit like he's going through a process and somehow the challenges he'll encounter in building that somehow the communication that he will have to have with the other residents here will help him on his inner process and that's the real work it's not about the trellis it's not about the podcast it's about the all of the stuff that Mm. happens around it you know and and it, it's that hidden layer of of kind of divine providence and guidance and wisdom that is coming through not individuals but just the the collective ethos of the space the 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 particular triggers of one or two members of the community who upset just perfectly <laughs> other people who need to be upset just that way yeah so that we can begin to learn to have those conversations together i look at that as as that's the work here like like it isn't peace love and rainbows it's not about just everything's rosy and it's all good and we're just living in our bliss it's like no no show me the bits of myself that that I'm really stubbornly clinging to and that God has been trying to help liberate me from for a long time. Show me those pieces and and I promise I'll I'll let go of them. And and he's doing a really good job. She's doing a really good job of of reflecting them. And and you know like it, it would be it would be rude to say that that we or that I'm not thankful for that like i have to be thankful for the roasting i have to i have to be because because there was a lot of illusion and delusion and there was a lot of mental story and projection around where i was at and who i am and it's like okay dose of reality much better to have that that crystal clear vision of my own process and my own shit rather than to think that that You know where we're harmoniously chipping away. It's as a consequence of being saints, and it's like, no, no, no. There's 32 years of uh, 30, how many years before I started tuning into this stuff a little bit deeper, full of accumulated karma and crap in my system, and it's it's weighing me down. And and from the love of the community, it's like it's being liberated, Mm -hmm. and and and. And certainly from the grace of Rajni and the the love inside of our union, um, with without which none of the community stuff would happen. You know, when we're rocky, I'm rocky, and it's like, like, like we are the glue of, in in my perspective, we're the glue in my life. You know, like this mm-hmm. this union. It's like, I, I had to go into thinking i was independent and thinking i didn't need someone to realize that that was that was a top of mount stupid and that there was a bigger peak beyond that and it's called hey weaving this life together with another being in a sacred way as possible and and this myth of independence that everyone peddles that you can be separate from another partner and you can be separate from a community it's like we all breathe the same air you know we all we all drink the same rain like like okay well i'm not going to resist i'm going to go full in let's merge let's mm-hmm. go deep into each other and and let's let that be our guiding principle and and let her be my ultimate guru and 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 watch her cut me to shreds when i'm not up to the mark <laughs> and it's an invitation that is is for feel regularly it's like okay thank you for sh- reflecting where i am not your everything okay
3: and it goes to ways. yeah right um but but also what happens subtly here is i'll give you an example i can be very lazy and just feel like oh god i'm so lazy today i don't want to do any work and trying to hide a little bit and then stand in the kitchen in, at the Lodge and see some people who are so full of energy and, oh, I'm taking my break, oh, I need to go back now because I've got some work to do. And when I hear that, I'm like, get back to work now it's time. And I, that happened subtly as well when the group reflect, reflect so much goodness that I'm like, all right, okay, it's not a criticism, it's like, let me be part of it. I love it so much. I love you guys so much. Like, let me be part of that group. And, you know, the la- laziness just goes. Yeah. And then you start doing something and enjoying the, the, I just choose what I do. And then I do it with someone I love. And then we share. And it's not about making bed anymore. It's about just the sharing that is happening with the other person and the connection. And that's... What I feel has happened here with both of us, uh, in a more intense way, I would say, it's not subtle, it's intense. But here we go, grounding the space, here we go. There Mm -hmm. has been lots of intense moments where I felt like, no, it's us, it's us, it's the space. We are here for a reason, let's go. Let's go Mm -hmm. ahead, let's do it. Let's, we will have to work on each other and we will have to work with our own self to keep the show going here. Yeah? And and there has been some days like that that where yeah. I'm so grateful for these days. I'm so blessed to have had this experience because you walk stronger together, like you stand taller together.
2: Yeah, I mean, like, I'm not gonna lie. It's been like, oh man, I'm in the midst of a breakdown. Holy shit, this is actually a breakthrough. Okay, lunch is over. I gotta get back, man. there's there's stuff going on. I can't lament over myself. I can't like 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 be down so long. It's like the 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 responsibility to to just crack on with it to go into it, yeah, sure. It's like, you know, get triggered into my own stuff, go deep into into my process and the ugliness of it and the irrationality of it and the hurt and the pain and then to like feel like what would have maybe previously got me down for weeks like it's hours i'm like fuck! i gotta get back out and we've got evening meditation and i'm saying i don't want to go to meditation <laughs> like i really don't want to go to meditation today i just want to i just want to sit here and be angry and it's like, uh uh uh. This is like, well, who are you if you, do, if you dodge that? You know? And I came in once and I'm like, well, I'm going to lie down. And I lay down for two minutes and I'm like, well, I'm not going to lie down, am I? I'm going to sit up and I'm going to meditate like I was bloody well taught, right? Like, not having a go at anyone that meditates lying down, but just for myself, it was like that, that gesture of, of coming, even though I didn't want to. Allowed me to draw on the support from the group it's an opening yeah yes. it's a continuous opening yeah. Yes. yeah yeah there's a standing invite for you to drop your shit yeah. and drop your story because the group is bigger than you and, and a, you know a, a teaspoon of ink can't stain the entire ocean right like you if you're in a big enough container like your own crap, it's like, sure, it could muddy up a little glass of water, but like the entire ocean, not at all, you know? And it's like suddenly what you, what I was perceiving as my own world of neurotic inner crap is diluted by the fact that there is a complex, rich, vibrant group of people who are so beautiful and who are just like me in their own struggles and, and who are, who are bringing beautiful wisdom and connection and compassion. And it's like, well, that's here. And it's like, who would I be to be sitting in my bedroom, like drinking stained water when Mm. I could be over in the yurt, just allowing the vicarious dilution of my shit. Mm. And, and, and it's not because I'm burdening anyone with it. We're opening that channel up and we're saying, Let's let go of it, you know, and and in the collective letting go, you know, there's there's collective flowering and 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 the entity of what we are as one one cohesive group is beginning to flower. And, you know, it's it's kind of has the makings of a bit of an unstoppable little thing that I'm sure in history will look back at these early days of Kailash going like. Those were some of the best times because we were so uncertain of where the hell this was all going, you know, like and 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 in 20 years, I'm sure in 10 years, we'll look back and say that, like, I'm glad we made that decision to start putting ourselves out there. Both by opening the space, we got pushed by COVID and we we got pushed into what we really wanted to do, which was open it to this. And then once people were here, we got pushed to start talking and start sharing and letting these conversations reach a wider audience. And, and you know, the, the, the felt experience for me is that if the only people who get to hear this conversation or ever get to hear this conversation is us in this moment, that it's been worth it. Like, I don't care if anyone <laughs> listens. I'm listening to this <laughs> and I'm here and you're here and you're helping me to come back here into this home, into this presence. And, and it's like, uh, you know, like for all I care, the microphone cord is like unplugged. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was for the first hour and I watched myself going, oh, we missed some good stuff. But now here I am going like, wow like what a joy to just be sat in the yurt you know like kind of speculating on all of these things and sharing about the last few months this conversation is helping me in my process it's bringing me joy and it's bringing me a sense of of purpose to my day and and a sense of purpose to the to the space to be able to at least feel that that we can crystallize some wisdom from time to time and that that what we share even in a couple of hours of a chat might reach somebody and and you know if it touches me it's great if it touches rajni bonus mitch it's already like a lot of love radiating, radiating outwards and and from there you know like i imagine what is going to be required for a collective global flourishing of of mm. of this more peaceful way of being and th- it happens in my perspective at the grassroots level like we we, we start inside at the heart and 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 radiate outwards mm. and and have these conversations and share loving content and stop filling ourselves full of crap and stop having to digest all of the 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 mind-based kind of commodified entertainment mm. and connect to human stories and human struggles and human triumph and when we do that and when we feel connected to the success of of ourselves and others um you know the the, the vibe the collective vibe you, you know we've 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 elevated something. We started talking by about being about the triangle. We've elevated that human flourishing to the top of, of the triangle. And we've taken away the, the lower nature desires and greed and corporate kind of fascination that we have with profit and, and, and wealth and mm-hmm. control and domination. And, and we've, we've, put, we've put well-being like multidimensional well-being back at its rightful place at mm-hmm. the at the top, and and that well-being then goes on to support um, the worship of what is. Because mm. if you've got healthy eyes, then you see more beautiful the creation. If you've got healthy, clear ears, you listen to the the crickets and the birds with a sense of reverence, and and you know, cultivating that well-being is is giving the divine an opportunity to see his creation through as high definition apparatus as possible right with the least amount of signal distortion from your mind right a quiet still mind you're you're able to just be the 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 camera and the clear lens lens, right Mm. a clear lens for consciousness to, to witness itself and and you know, we're in support of all of the things that help do that. You know, we love sharing the things that we do, but we also love supporting those who are sharing with that intention as well. You know, and we're open to receive practices and lineages and traditions that we've yet to connect to. We want to support people who are, we want to help the helpers as mm-hmm. as well. People who are facilitating workshops and retreats and teaching and, and bringing these these practices alive in today's age, we're here to support you.
3: And encourage people to come ahead. It's more difficult when I ask one single person to come ahead and do something. When it happened in the group, it's something different. So mm. when we had that play in the teepee, that was completely improvisation and everyone was playing an instrument or chanting or singing. And there was that one moment, we were all sitting around the fire in the teepee, And there was that one moment I just looked up and what I saw is God. That empty space was God in the middle, just in in the center of all of us. And that sound, I couldn't hear sound anymore. I just experienced something else. And I'm like, that is Kailash, that is us and me during you know i might be drumming and then say to someone come on come on clemens start or i would mitch come on mitch come on mitch because during that group improvisation everything happened and it could be like someone can tell me it's noise i don't know what you guys are doing to me it i have so much fun that i could laugh and cry at the same time it's so good and i i really encourage people that way because through through a group things are less difficult. You've, you're being held into a space where you just go ahead and oh let me do some music. I don't know whether people will hear it. will they hear my mistake, my errors? nothing. everything is binding together to make some awes- awesomeness, you know and this moment are for me priceless that this group moment where it's about music or it's about, oops i've put too much salt let me just get a salsa on the side to get you know the the right balance of taste and people don't know and then they like, oh it's awesome it's so good and i'm like yeah i got the help of clements i had i got the help of emily i got the help of mitch and then for me the group is key here the group is it was never about one or two individuals. it was about a group and yeah, that's where the magic is happening. Yeah, mm-hmm. big time. And and I, and I felt it with music. It's just awesome. I enjoyed this music improv so much uh, that even when I'm aware I didn't tap right, I'm like, it's cool. <laughs> it's all binding together. So people help me. And the same way, we're we, we approaching life the same way. We're all working together. And if that's one person who didn't do it right, it's fine. It's still... It's still the group yeah. walking. You get you right? get lost in the mess. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Exactly. And it's a beautiful in the best mess. Possible way. It's a beautiful mess. Um <laughs> an experience of travelling together, experiencing mm. deeper and deeper level together for me was yeah. I don't think I've shared so much with a group before. Um yeah it's it's something else no it's getting next level as i say um yeah
0: the same goes for all of us mm. i really believe that mm. and it shows you know um and i want to say this is what really drew me here um when we did speak for the first time was i don't know what to call it but i guess just the values around community um and around our own you know, lineages or histories or practices and our own shit as well. You know, um, this this you know let's raise let's hold each other and let's raise each other, mm. and it, it comes through in in so many ways. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing is tri- trivial here. Um, everything has uh, has the opportunity and is really. Um, you know executing on that opportunity to help us flourish and help yeah. us grow um, yeah. and raise each other in the music, in the kitchen, in the, kitchen. In the garden, in the
3: um, cleaning as well. In the cleaning, yeah. you know,
0: and yeah. you know, these collective activities just to be um, witnessing each other's, you know, whether you want to call it conditioning or challenges, trauma, in all these different areas of life, um, and to be able to yeah, witness each other and then raise each other, um, present the opportunity in the space to be seen and to, to grow. Mm. Um, it's amazing no matter, no matter who you are and no matter where you're at, you know, we all come back to, um, challenges over and over again. It's a constant remembering. And I feel that the space we hold for each other, um, the space we have for each other, the, the, the instantaneous or very quick mirroring of each other's shit, um, yeah it, it, it allows us to just to grow and be raised in the, in each other's space um is, is a it, it's such an amazing experience to be a part of um and now with the opening up of our own being and the opening up of where we are at um that honesty um that vulnerability that is of service to the people that witnessing you it gives them a chance to serve it gives them the opportunity to serve and to see that happening over and over again in all these um, different ways um, they're not trivial these these experiences the cleaning the 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 shared experiences that we do they're not trivial a lot is happening there Um, and it's it's such an honor to be here Um, and an incredible um, ongoing um, opportunity to continue to grow um, mm. into um, you know a more meaningful life mm. more meaningful being a better human yeah so yeah um, thank you both so much for what you've put out for the vulnerability you've brought to to the space and and for taking these these steps and for the work that has been happening behind the scenes for years and and before you got here, you know it yeah. speaks to the journeys you've been through and i'm sure At some point, we we might go into those um, because there's some rich, rich experience there. Yeah, Um, that's Pandora's box. That's Pandora's (laughs) box, yeah. Yeah. There's some
2: deep stuff in there. And and you're 100% right that we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for that. And um, yeah, and I think that we're probably both finally stepping into a, a place of integrity with which where we can share that yes not from the places that maybe I used to share that from you mm-hmm. know and and it'd be a joy and an honor to share um, both the highs and the lows um, and, the, and the tales and the the near misses and and the triumphs and the adversity I think there's there's a lot in there there's a lot in every single being's life and you know, I think the responsibility of those who've been afforded deep, rich experiences and the capacity to reflect on those, that there's mm. an inherent responsibility to share meaningful mm. insight because it's not your experience. It was never yours. It was never here for us. It was here for for all of us right and we all support each other in that right and 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 i'm sure there's going to be a lot of personal growth and also collective growth by having conversations around not just a one-way monologue like like having conversations and creating opportunities for people to be engaged in person but also intellectually spiritually like philosophically engaged with what we're talking about. And, and through that conversation, bringing broader and broader degrees of illumination mm-hmm. To, mm-hmm. Um, to the communities that we all live in. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, this is really, I feel like the start of, of, of a conversational process more than, um, more than us pumping out entertainment or marketing or any of these other kind of trite ways of mm-hmm. of turning a podcast into something it's like let's start these meaningful conversations because those conversations have the power to to touch people in the depth of their being and to bring them back home for mm-hmm. a moment and yeah I just want to thank both of you for helping me find home in the yurt there's many things that bring me back home in here, and 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 it feels that there's no coincidence that we having that we are having a conversation from a sacred space, both physically and 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 inside of ourselves, and and you know that's that's certainly a, a center that's a joy to speak from and a joy to witness other people from. So, thank you.
3: And thank you, Mitch. Thank you, David, for. Yeah pushing me to talk and overcome my fear of sounding too French. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm going to do it again. But yeah, thank you so much. It was really a pleasure.
0: Um, can I ask one, one last question? There's, there's people who, um, I guess far away from us, you know, we're, in, we're in country Victoria when the in the Grampians, the, the land of, um, Gary Wood, Jerry Wood. Gary Word. Gary is, Word. Yeah, Gary Word. Yeah, it? it's, yeah. yeah. Um, and there are those which are far away. Um, and, and I, I want to ask for, for those that are far away who uh, have connected or want to connect more deeply, and, and those that are close as well, who want to connect more deeply with their, their inner flame, their eternal flame, mm-hmm. um, what can we... I, I think, you know, I, I kind of just want to... Acknowledge them um, because they they might not be able to make it here at some point, um, and and if, if this, I guess I just want to say if this conversation um, and if our message is reaching you, um, feel free to reach out back to us. You know, yeah. Um, we we invite invite your your energy and your awareness and and um, some of your journey or whatever it might be coming up um, for you. Yeah. Um, sending you some love.
2: Yeah, well you guys are in our hearts. So mm. first and foremost, you know, somewhere in this cosmos, you're inside someone other someone else's heart. So that's yeah. a good place to be. Yeah. And and the the place inside of that heart is the place of unity where we are connected. And you know, we've experienced many things through this, the kind of year of COVID that experiences that we weren't anticipating to happen, beautiful meditational experiences, beautiful online workshops and and things that have brought us into close proximity with our own teachers and our own lineages that had even sworn off themselves connection to these mediums and yet they've embraced them. So, um, you know, our practice, mine and Rajni's primary practice is bringing our awareness to the top of the head and surrendering it's as simple as that surrendering to your soul and doing that for 30 minutes and then seeing how it becomes a, a part of your life and, and this practice is called Supan meditation. You can check that. We'll chuck some links around but you know that, that practice is, is free and not requiring any spiritual belief or other practice. It's, mm-hmm. it's really about surrendering to one's soul and, and having a heartfelt desire and wish for the sorts of things that we're, we were talking about, for that self-illumination process to happen, and um, the trust that one can place in that inner guidance, that the extent to which one can trust that place is the extent to which you will call into your life those teachers and gurus and beings to support you on your journey. But it begins inside, you know, with the crown, with surrender, and it radiates outwards into the life. Someone cuts you off. There's a chance to surrender, you know. About <laughs> to uh, do something you don't you know you shouldn't do. There's a moment of surrender in that. And and that reconnection inside to the soul sometimes drives courageous action. Because sometimes the thing that needs to be surrendered is our own mental chatter that stops us from being decisive and direct. And doing what we know needs to be done, so surrender is not passive. It has both an active and a and a soft aspect to it. So don't think that we're telling you to be rollovers and pushovers and to let the world walk on you. Further from the truth, it's 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 really about letting go of the attachment of who you think you are mm-hmm. and and embracing um em- embracing the beauty and the love of of who you truly are and and who that is is nothing short of divine and has a limitless potential. Um, you know and, and we 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 will be, I suppose in the next few months in creating ways for people to get engaged with us, you know, online. We're gonna look at sharing some of our sound meditations online sharing additional content online like we share our our daily messages kind of daily messages on on instagram and facebook where we're connecting to the energy of the land and seeing what comes through so you know we really value meaningful contribution and communication and engagement with us so um you know watch this space i think mitch will be busy at work over the next few weeks coming up with a few ideas of how this might look, but it, it's the the shape that it takes isn't as important as the the heart and the intention behind it. So, um, you know, same same with your own internal practice. What what half an hour of sitting down and bringing your attention to your crown looks like, whether or not it's chock full of thoughts or you move into transcendental bliss. It doesn't matter. What, what matters is the intention of the sit. Did you sit down from a pure place, from a, from a holy place, where you, you gave yourself permission to let go of the, the mental chatter and, and let go of aspiring or trying to become something, and just sat down and surrendered into what is in that moment? and and that's a practice that was given to me with a provocation do it for 45 days and you'll you'll see whether it's for you or not 45 days that's it you know anything less you're not really giving it a decent go and after 45 days if you want to do some other style of meditation you want something else sure go do it but um you know from my own personal experience maybe as a bit of a A teaser for some conversations in the future after beginning the meditation after I I began the meditation I'd been in the army for 13 years and I was currently in a relationship that wasn't serving me and without within three weeks of meditating I was out of a relationship and then three days later I was out of the army so it it helped me break a 13-year pattern and an an attachment that was so strong. And I didn't have one profound meditational experience. I didn't go any place interesting meditationally. I just sat down and thought a lot for that first three weeks, that's for sure. But the magic still happened and the place that the magic happened was my life. Not in the sit, not, not inside, not sat on a cushion in my living room. The magic began to happen out there in the world and that's when I, I began to tune in then okay I'm connected to something powerful here you know and when when the when the the debt collector comes he, he comes you know with a vengeance armed with some thugs either side ready to take from you everything that you you needed to let go of and you weren't so it's 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 a process that that is um, surprisingly simple but so powerful and and the things that will be asked that you surrender are some of the 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 things that you hold on to the most but in surrendering those um, i've begun to taste a sense of freedom inside of myself and I, I, i began to to witness so much more than than what i was without this practice in my life that you know, I don't think that I would be here today, would it not be for that? Mm. Um, and and certainly not at Kailash, and certainly not with a beautiful community. So, you know, I, the the opening uh, Guru Avan, the the opening mantra that we chanted in our tradition is taking the Guru as as everything, all aspects of the Creator, the Beyond. The absolute and, and and reaffirming three times that we bow down to that absolute who that absolute is what the guru element is well that's a bit of a mystery you know it's 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 not a body and it's not in form it's it's the the soul is the only thing that can begin to understand through 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 feeling what that is and so, so this process of surrender is ultimately surrendering to the soul and connecting back into um, what the soul is connected to, and and you can lean on your own particular theological background, you know, um, or you can lean on your own philosophical take on life, on what you what you feel that the soul is connected to, um, and yeah, that's that's quite a lot to get on with. So have a good forty-five days if you're uh, if you're interested in, and. <laughs> Let us know. Let us know if there's anything left of you at the end of that. That's not 45 days of continuous meditation. That's 45 days of half an hour per day. You know, working up to it. If you need to have a little few shorter sits at the start, just adding on a little bit day by day until you're at 30 minutes. Doing it, you know, in a nice quiet place, in the same place in your house, in a nice, nice quiet time of the day.
0: Um, but yeah. Watch out! It'll change your life. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> Indeed.
0: Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank
3: you, David and Rajni. Thank, thank you, thank you, Mitch. What a beautiful
0: conversation. We would like to finish as well
2: with the the Shanti part, which is a prayer for peace. And in our tradition, what is used to kind of close out a lot of, especially when a discussion has been involving. The, the guru and the guru elements and uh, the shanti part is just a, the bestowing of, of a lot of universal peace onto everything yeah. and Rajni has an angelic voice so it's <laughs> beautiful and divine do we I want wanna... to witness it? just wait until Yeah. We <coughs>
1: sous chante